أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله سيدنا محمد سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد So today I wanted to read a little bit from a different book uh, This was a gift that was given to me by Mulana Tamim uh, in California and the name of the book is Hayatul Qulub Fi Rida Al Mahbub, the life of the hearts uh, in the pleasure of the beloved, and it is a uh, a, a compilation by Mulana Qamru Zaman Ilahabadi. Uh, 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 Allah Taala protect him and give him long life. Huh. One of the preeminent mashayikh of Tariqa in uh, the Indian subcontinent. Uh, and uh, excellent representative of uh, the tariqah of Mawana Ashraf Ali Tanwi rahimahullah ta'ala translated by Mawana Muhammad Muhammadi a veteran translator from South Africa so the whole book the 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 the, the reason for the writing the book is that there is a, uh, a statement that uh, Shah Abdul Aziz uh, the son of Shah Waliullah makes that uh, he says that this is what we what we learn as a summary or khulasa of the tariqah from our elders in the 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 Naqshbandi tariqah uh, from the Khajgan in Naqshbandiyah illahi maqsood man tuwi aw riza matloob man bas mahabbat aw ma'rifat tu atakun that uh, oh my 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 god uh, you are my maqsood you are the thing that i seek and uh, uh, your pleasure is what i desire uh, 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 so give me your, uh, 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 give me your, your love, and uh, let me know you. Give me your, your gnosis. Reveal yourself to me. Uh, and so this is an elegant summary of what the the point of the tariqah is. It has nothing to do with wearing a particular type of clothing or topi or uh, having a particular type of sibha or or anything of the sort. Rather, Allah Taala making him your maqsood and making your desire in life that he should be pleased with you in order that he should give you from his love and give you his uh, ma'rifa, his, uh, uh, his gnosis. So it's a long book, mashallah, it's, the translation comes up to some over 550 pages or so. Uh, but there are certain anecdotes from it that uh, I wanted to share. So tonight we uh, read uh, the Shaykh Mujaddid Al-Thani, his advices to his sons. Um, and this has to do with the resignation to the commandment of Allah Ta'ala and holding his uh, uh, his rida, his pleasure as above all other things. The Mujaddid Al-Thani is the Shaykh Ahmed Sarhindi Rahimullah Ta'ala Muqaddasallahu Sirrahu and for those of you who are not familiar with him, he is one of the epic and legendary mashayikh of the tariqah and ulama uh, and guardians and defenders of deen in the Indian subcontinent. Uh, Sirhind is a place which is not East Punjab, it's in the Indian side of Punjab. Uh, unfortunately, uh, because of the violence of the partition, it was abandoned. Otherwise, it was a great markaz of deen in the Indian subcontinent uh, in pre-partition times. And uh, he was the one credited with establishing the the uh, tariqah of the Naqshbandis in the Indian subcontinent. And to my knowledge, all extant, all extant lines of the... Uh, uh, of the Naqshbandi Tariqah go through him, uh, including in Turkey and in, in Central Asia and the Caucasus, etc. So he uh, uh, he was, amongst other things, services he gave to the deen. He was put through a great fitna 
during his time that uh, Akbar, the uh, uh, young and upstart prince, in order to depose uh, uh, depose the courtiers who were running the court because he received the uh, uh, he received the imperial scepter at a very young age, he basically rebelled against everything uh, that he could, and part of what he rebelled against was Islam, and uh, he had uh, a court. His court uh, 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 lackey, uh, scholars for dollars, ulama, basically convinced him to start a new religion, which was a Dajjalic syncretism between uh, uh, between a number of different religions in which he propped himself up as God. And uh, uh, Mujaddid al-Thani was uh, at the forefront at, uh, at the forefront of basically counteracting whatever propaganda that they put out. And uh, because of that, he he uh, spent a great amount of time in jail. He spent a great amount of his life in jail. Sheikh Mujaddid Al Thani's advice to his sons: uh, The Mujaddid, may Allah have mercy on him, wrote a letter from prison to his sons, Khaja Muhammad Sa'id and Khaja Muhammad Ma'asum, rahimahumullah taala, in which he instructed them to make a habit of repeating the uh, Shahadatain, the Kalimat Tayyiba, La Ilaha Illallah. Uh, he also ordered them not to make efforts to obtain his release from prison. He gave them a few other pieces of advice as well. The letter reads as follows. The letter reads as follows. My dear sons, although a tribulation is very bitter and unpalatable, it can be a great boon. It can be a great blessing. Now that you have the opportunity, remain occupied with your work while expressing your gratitude to Allah Most High. And saying this uh, to his sons while he's in prison. Do not waste a single moment of opportunity. There are three points. One, reciting the Qur'an. Two, performing salat with rest, lengthy recitations of the Qur'an. And three, uh, uh, repeating the uh, uh, shahada of la ilaha illallah. Any one of these three must always be done. When you say la with la ilaha illallah, uh, meditate and co concentrate uh, uh, in your heart that you reject everything other than Allah Ta'ala, reject all gods and re repulse your wants. So he says, reject all gods and repulse even your own desires in the saying of La. Uh, uh, because uh, uh, you asking for your wants is also a claim to godhood. Obviously, this is not like an aqidah pronouncement. You can't just say, oh, look, you want something, now you're a mushrik. But this is a uh, an expression uh, viewed through the prism of tasawuf that a person who wants to purify their heart from other than Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala, they use language like this. Apart from, and by the way, before we move on, this, these three things that he mentioned, these are, this is mentioned by a number of the mashayikh, um, that these are aslan, they are the, the, the word of the tariqah. The tariqah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is one uh, in the Kashful Mahjub. Also, uh, the Sheikh Ali Hajwiri has like a long tract in which he mentions that the names of the different turuq are different and the means may be different, but the... The, the tariqah is, is, is one. So these are the primary uh, avkar and the primary awrad uh, of the tariqah, which is what? Uh, reciting the Qur'an, two, performing salat uh, in length, with lengthy recitation of the Qur'an, and three, repeating the, the, shahada, the shahada of la ilaha illallah. Uh, Shah Ismail Shahid rahimahullah ta'ala, he <coughs> mentions this, that this is the summary of the Sufic maqam of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, is that they used to, Pray, uh, 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 pray uh, uh, long prayers in which much Quran was recited. So Mujaddid uh, continues, Rahimahullah, apart from the time of tribulation, your wants and desires come as obstacles. 
I mean, other than other than when you're in tribulation, when you're doing well, your wants and desires come as obstacles. May Allah Ta'ala keep you well and preserved from them. Whether we meet again or not, my advice to you is that you must have no want or greed. No matter what happens, it is through Allah's pleasure and His will. In fact, even my release, which has become a major concern of yours, should not become an objective. You must be fully pleased with the decree of Allah Most High and His will. Explain this theme clearly to your mother as well. So it's not just like, you know, it's not like just like late night majlis. I mean, it's very real uh, when, he's, when he's writing this. The remaining conditions of this life are not worthy of being noted because they are bound to end. Be affectionate toward your juniors and keep encouraging them to study. As far as is possible, keep those who have rights over us happy. Worries about a dwelling, a well, an orchard, or books are most insignificant. They would have still, uh, uh, they would have still uh, met destruction uh, if we had died. Now that they are gone while we are alive, there's nothing to worry about. So he says what? He said those things were all going to end anyway. So if they happen to end in your life in front of your eyes, don't worry about it. That was what was going to happen anyway. The awliya of Allah Most High used to give up these things of their own will. Be grateful that Allah has released these things from us through His will. No matter where you are, consider that, uh, consider that to be uh, your home. No matter where you are, consider that to be your home. No matter where this few days life is spent, uh, 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 it must be spent in Allah's remembrance. The affairs of this world are easy. Focus more on the hereafter. Constantly console your mother and encourage her toward the hereafter. If Allah Most High wills, we all will meet. And if not, uh, be happy with Allah's decree and make dua that we are all assembled together in one place in uh, Dawah Salam, meaning in Jannah. And that Allah Most High through His kindness enables us to meet in the hereafter as a compensation for our separation in this world. All praise is due to Allah Most High in every situation and condition. Uh, and the, So the letter ends. So we see that the maqam of our elders and our mashaykh, it wasn't gotten for free or through fancy words. Rather, it was through sacrifice and it was through carrying pain inside of their heart. Uh, 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 there's a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It man ja'ala al-humuma hamman wahidan hamma akhiratihi kafahu allahu bihi humuma dunyahu. Wa man tasha'abat bihi al-humumu lam yubalillahu fi ayyi awdiyatiha halaka. O kama qala alayhi sallatu wasallam. It's a hadith narrated by Sayyidina Abdullah bin Mas'ud in the, uh, in the uh, sunan of Ibn Majah that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said whoever makes all of their worries uh, and concerns and pain, suffering, all of that into one worry and one concern, which is the worry and the concern of their akhirah, uh, by the barakah of such a noble act, Allah Ta'ala will take care of all their other worries and concerns. And the one whose worries and concerns are fractured, sometimes they're worried about this and sometimes they're worried about that. Uh, it doesn't bother Allah Ta'ala, you know, which thing a person dies chasing after. Uh, it doesn't bother Allah in the least whether you die in his path or in another path. Um, and we ask Allah Ta'ala for protection. So this pain that they carried inside of their heart, this dard, the word dard in the, in the Persian language is something that's also used in the, the terminology of the Sufis. This dard, to carry it is, is, is a, a mark of a person's wilaya. So you see that Mujaddid, rahimahullah ta'ala, whose sons themselves became great mashayikh of the tariqah as well. Um, he carried this dard and he taught it to his, uh, to his sons as well. That he's less concerned with the sijin, with the, uh, with the prison. Uh, 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 you know, we just read the Surah uh, Yusuf tonight in the Taraweeh, 
uh, and Sayyidina Yusuf السلام, he said that, he said, Rabbi sijnu ahabu ilayya mimma yad'unani ilayh, that, uh, oh my Lord, uh, prison is more beloved to me than that thing that, that uh, these women are calling me to, because they're calling him to uh, indecency. Uh, and so uh, that's, uh, that's one outward indecency. Um, but the, the dard, carrying the dard of the dunya inside of your heart is, is a, an indecency which uh, outstrips uh, uh, the, the passion of zina and outstrips uh, many of the bad deeds. That the heart is there to house the dard of, of the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that no matter what happens a person should keep that inside of their heart. And uh, this is the, the, the poverty of the age we live in. It's not that the Muslims are weak and it's not that they are uh, few in number and it's not that they are uh, um, it's not that they are uh, uh, poor by any stretch of the imagination. We have the most opulent and ridiculously wealthy countries. And even in the quote-unquote poor countries, there's so much wealth. Uh, it's not that politically uh, they're, they're uh, not sharp and skilled. Muslims are running scams all over the world right now. Uh, politically, economically, all sorts of hustles and deals and whatnot are going all over the place. Uh, you know, their, their, their capitals are hubs of commerce, industry, travel, all of these other things. But the dard is not there because of which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made them look like a fancy appetizer uh, for the wolves of this dunya. Uh, uh, the dard is not there for political ascendancy or economic ascendancy or military ascendancy. Rather, it's there to make you beloved to Allah, after which Allah Ta'ala takes care of your problems in this world and the hereafter. Uh, Shaykh Ubaidullah, uh, who was known as Khaja Khurd, uh, the son of Khaja Baqi Billah, uh, Abd Shaykh Abdul Baqi, who was the Shaykh of uh, Mujaddid, Rahimahullah uh, Ta'ala, who came to the subcontinent from. Uh, uh, from Central Asia and brought the, 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 the tariqah with him. Uh, uh, he uh, said, Allah Most High opened the reality of this verse to me. That the truth has arrived and falsehood has vanished. Uh, uh, verily, falsehood by its very nature uh, is vanishing. He adds that the seeker must read this verse with his heart or with his tongue or both. And when he says, he should, uh, 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 he should incline his uh, his head toward his heart and when he says zahaq uh, al-batil he flings his head as if to make a gesture that uh, uh, that the falsehood is being thrown behind his back uh, uh, and this is the uh, this is the, one of the muraqabat of our elders the second uh, story i wanted to share with you tonight is that of ibrahim ibn adham uh, learning uh, recognition from a monk Ibrahim bin Adham, for those of you who are not familiar, his uh, tabaqa was covered, uh, I think, two years ago in the in the Tazkirah Mashayikh Chisht. His name is in the Silsila Mubarakah of the Tariqah Chishtiyah, and he's a universally recognized and celebrated uh, Sheikh of the spiritual path in Islam. Ibrahim bin Adham, rahimahullah, said, I learned recognition uh, uh, from a Christian monk whose name was Abu Sam'an. He had discarded this world and used to live in a forest hungry and thirsty for a long period of time. The monk's story is one of admonition and astonishment. Ibrahim bin Adham rahimahullah continues, I asked the monk, since when, since when are you living here? He replied, I'm living in this monastery for the past 70 years. I asked, what do you eat? He replied, I eat just one chickpea every night. In other words, just one chickpea a day. I said, a single chickpea is very little. How do you make do with such little food and what is the reason for this? He replied, can you see those houses in the distance? I replied, yes. 
He said, the residents of that place come once a year to my monastery and they decorate it and they make tawaf, they circumambulate around it uh, out of love and respect for me. <laughs> Whenever myself finds burden uh, in engaging in worship, I remind myself of that single hour in the year which people pay their respect to me. Thus, I bear the hardships of the entire year for that single hour of respect. Oh, my Muslim brother, uh, in this one hour of this world, uh, uh, one's entire life is as if it's an hour. In this one hour of this world, you must bear the pain and hardship uh, for the internal life of the Akhirah. Ibrahim ibn Adhab said, The advice of this monk created in my heart uh, 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 the greatness of recognition of Allah Ta'ala. The foundation of the story is that the monk discarded the world and engaged in worship according to the Christian religion by day and night and remained hungry for the entire year and ate just one chickpea a day because the Christian people used to assemble in his monastery only once a year to pay their respects to him and make tawaf uh, of his monastery out of love for him. The meeting used to last for an hour or two. Thus do we see the monk bearing hardships and difficulties for the entire year merely for this annual meeting. Look at how valuable this piece of advice which he gave Ibrahim and Adham rahimahullah. Ibrahim, you are Muslim and you believe in the internal joy and honor of the hereafter. Therefore, O Muslim, take lesson from my condition. In order to enjoy the eternal honor and unending joy of the hereafter, you must be willing to engage in Allah's worship and His remembrance and bear the hardships uh, of discarding the enjoyments of this world. This worldly life is extremely short and it will pass like a single hour after which you will acquire eternal joy. So this is what, this is the opposite, that, that the monk is bearing hardship for the year for an hour of joy and Allah Ta'ala offers you what, the, the entire year of, meaning eternity of, 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 of joy for what, for one hour of hardship. Ibrahim bin Adham continues, Rahimahullah, the monk Abu Sam'an said to me, I would like to apprise my people about your honor and greatness through additional information. He then asked me uh, to go down and stand on a spot from which I could see the people uh, from a distance. I descended from the monastery and stood on a certain spot. The monk lowered his pitcher toward me. It contained 20 chickpeas and he said to me, go toward those houses because the people there saw what I lowered to you. When I went to the locality, the people said to me, O Muslim brother, what did our monk give you when he lowered his pitcher to you? I informed them that he placed 20 chickpeas in the pitcher and lowered it. They asked, "What are you going to do with it? We have more right to to it over uh, more right over it than you. Tell us your price, and we'll pay you for it." I said, "20 dinars." So dinar is like what, like $150 worth of gold or so. He says, "20 dinars." They paid me 20 uh, 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 the 20 dinars and uh, 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 bought the chickpeas from me. Ibrahim bin Adham rahimahullah continues, when I went back to the monk, he asked, O Muslim brother, what did you do with those chickpeas? I replied, they believed your chickpeas were blessed and therefore paid me 20 dinars for them. <laughs> the monk said, you made a mistake. Had you asked 20,000 dinars for their, those chickpeas, they would have paid you. This is the honor Allah accorded uh, to the one who does not worship him. What then uh, can be said of the one who worships him? O Muslim, turn your attention to Allah and worship him and give up moving around pointlessly. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, uh, give us tawfiq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, through the mubarak tafkirah of our elders and our mashayikh and their sacrifices and their vigilance and their muraqabat and their mujahadat give us the tawfiq that we should die with la ilaha illallah on our tongues. If it's overwhelming then uh, uh, you know get in line. We're all overwhelmed by it. But uh, at least uh, through the love of the people who Allah ta'ala loved a person can be saved. 
uh, and while the rest of people are watching TV uh, at home, they're not going to uh, they're not going to have that honor. Wa sallallahu wa ta'ala wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.